<laughs> What's up, y'all, man? This is Jerry Morris. I'm laughing because I finally came out with another podcast. Y'all asked, man, on the day, like, when am I coming out? When am I coming out with another one? Well, guess what? Today's your day. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday. I'm going to bless you with this gift. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to cut the corners. You already know who I am. You know what I do. So I'm just going to dive into what... Um, I'm going to speak about or talk about to myself on this phone to y'all as y'all listen. Hopefully y'all are listening. But anyways, those who follow me on Instagram, my last post, you see how I I said that we always ask God to bless us. We always tell God we want a great relationship with him. But how can we do that if we don't read the word of God, right? The word of God itself is the manual for us believers to live out this life on earth, right? It's, think about, you know, we need a manual to build something, right? We need a recipe book in order to make something, right? It's it's the same thing, pretty much, you know? Uh, I'm just going to give you some verses for y'all to read. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to bore y'all. Hopefully, I won't. Trust me, I'm not going to preach y'all for an hour. I'm not going to do it for 15 minutes. Maybe not even 10 a good five, six, seven, that should be fine enough. Like I said, I'm just dropping y'all some nuggets for y'all to live and apply this for your life, right? So sidebar or side note, as y'all young kids say, if you hear paper crumpling, I am reading through my physical Bible and yes, they still make it. <laughs> All right. So the first passage we're going to read is Second Peter chapter one, verse three, right? So it states, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Simply put, God has given us everything we need to live in this life. And what is that? The word of God. Simply put, man. So therefore, if we have if you have any concerns, problems, temptations, frustrations, looking for wisdom, it's all in this book. But we have to open it or tap on our app to read through it. Um, so segueing to the next passage, Hebrews chapter four, I'm just going to do chapter, well, chapter four, verses 14 through 16. And it states, so then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses for he faced all of the same testings we do. Yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Come on now. So we all know Jesus was tempted just as we were, right? But in the midst of temptation, he never gave up, right? So we can look up to him. And how he defeated temptation, right? So we see he was fasting for 40 days. 
and he was led by the spirit into the desert where Satan tempted him at his weakest moment, right? Satan tried to tempt him three times. He told God, well, if you're, if you're God, he told Jesus, if you're God, how about you jump off this cliff and allow your angels to save you? Or, or if you're truly this God that you say you are and what people say you are, how about you turn this stone into bread, right? So we know Jesus was fasting for 40 days. I have not fasted for 40 days. Hopefully I don't have to, but hey, anyways. And the last temptation that Satan tried to bring on Jesus was, if you worship me, then I'll give you all the possessions, right? And if you read through, you know, read through the beginning of Genesis, you can see that Satan was the ruler in heaven of music until pride and destruction took him down. And now he's the ruler of the world, right? And we all know that Jesus could have defeated Satan and, and pretty much he did. But in this situation, he could have did what Satan told him to do. But Jesus knew his calling and Satan knew that too. And despite of knowing his calling and despite of seeing the temptations, he defeated that through the word of God. Three times Jesus used the word of God to defeat Satan, to defeat temptation. And the same way that Jesus defeated Satan and temptation, we can do the same when we're tempted, when we're frustrated. By using the word of God. Man. Man. Alright. Anyways. Let's. Let's. Uh, let's roll through. We're going to James. Chapter 1. Verse 5. Right. So it says. If you need wisdom. Ask our generous God. And he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But wait. Here's more. But when you ask him. Be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is an unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. So this is pretty much saying that if we need provision, if we're needing advice, discernment, knowledge about a certain situation, we have to ask God in order to uh, allow him to provide the wisdom for us. And with that, we should not doubt in our minds or in our hearts that God won't provide. I'm pretty sure we all can look past our life and see that God provided for us each and every moment. And, you know, I know it's tough. It's tough believing in God when we're so wired by this world, by like, we got to do everything by ourselves. But God is like, no, trust in me, believe in me. And, you know, to me, sometimes like, I doubt. I'm not going to lie. It's hard at times, but God is working in me on that. Um, so I know some of y'all doubt. Y'all have um, discussed your worries and reasonings. And what helped me from not doubting is to look back at my life and see what God has brought me out of, what God has blessed me with. You know, even when I never deserved it, he still blessed me, right? So if he brought me out of those certain situations, tribulations, I'm pretty sure he'll bring me out of any situation that I will come in the future. So take note of that. 
Um, we're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, right? And it says, And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. So God loves to give. And he also loves a cheerful giver, right? And sometimes it's not necessarily giving money to a person, but giving your time to a person, um, giving your your wisdom, your knowledge, how you came over a certain struggle or tribulation to another person, you know? So be mindful of that. God loves a cheerful giver. And it, do, and it doesn't always have to deal with financial giving. It can be a physical giving. It can be a spiritual giving, you know. So be mindful of that. Um, but I hope uh, some of these helped you as it helped me. 